Welcome to Cash Call. Listen live as expert sales trainers give actionable feedback on real calls while you learn coaching tips directly from the professionals. It's Cash Call. Dale Archdeacon, Brian Curtis back again for another week. And mom, when the uh, subtitles append by Facebook, yes, I know they misspell my last name. You don't have to text me after this, okay? All right, Brian, every single week, my mom's like, they misspelled your name again. Oh, mom, it's auto-generated. Thank you very much. I appreciate you looking out for me. So she'll well, get a- you know, it's per It's personal for her, so we appreciate I, that. I Listen, I know, but I can't change it. Facebook does it. You know, shoot Facebook. Um, but today, Brian, I have a really good call, man. I have one of our, uh, an ISA that's in training with us. She did a really good job. She's like fighting. And I, I just, she did a really good- technical execution of getting into a conversation and going through objections this person trying to say no or not yet or not now right and I think it's just a really good example and you know I I've, I've definitely been critiqued in the past uh that I'm excellent at finding what's wrong and don't often point out what's right and so I'm pointing out what's right here okay turning over a new life yeah, it's it's interesting when they, they say that about people who are really smart, you have to be careful with them because they will screw up your meetings and your systems because they find every little nuanced hole in it. So, but if you're willing to take that critical feedback from Dale, it's it's great feedback. It's just, uh, yeah, we, and I, I struggle from the same thing. Like I always see that the problem and I see opportunities too, but you know, it's easy to find the problem because we know specifically what we're looking for and we're sorting against it. That's all we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so I'll share my screen. We'll get to it. Share my sound. There we go. Okay, cool. Here we go. So the intro is a little bit rocky, but then it gets good. And I want you to listen to how she executes this. Give me a thumbs up when you hear it. Hello, this is Eric. Hello, Eric. This is Chantel with First Team. I We spoke with you sometime last year. You said that you were looking at... To purchase a home in San Clemente? Uh, no, son? no longer. No longer. Okay. What changed your mind? Uh, right now is not the right time for me. Okay. I completely get that. Yeah. What would make it the right time for you? What needs to happen before you're uh, able to get back? What would make it the right time for you? That's excellent, man. She's not being shaken. She's like a dog with a bone here. I'm going to keep playing it. He's a truck. Interest okay. interest rate needs to drop. And how much would you like to see it drop by? Uh, I would say in the fours, fives or fours. Fives or fours. Okay. Awesome. And when do you think that's going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, this this girl is crushing it. Like this is what we teach, man. She's not making him wrong. She's not arguing. She's not taking it. She does not give a shit that this guy's saying no, not yet. The interest rates, right? He's not rattling her cage, man. And I'm I'm like deeply, I feel like a brand new father. You know what I mean? Like we taught this, she executed it. And I like, this is Christmas for me listening to this. Nice. Yeah, no, I hear exactly what you're saying. If I had a critique, because Dale said he's not going to critique, so I'll do it. Um, <laughs> I would just like her to transition a little bit. And here's what I mean by that. I think she he said the interest rates were da-da-da. Great, what interest rate would you like, she said. So, you know, 
she might just soften it up a little. Out of curiosity, what would you feel might be an acceptable interest rate versus what yes. we currently have now? So just softening it a little bit, but that's that's art. That, that, that's just a little tiny thing. And I like that stuff because depending on the person, like again, I lived in the South for 20 years. You've got to soften things up in the South. Yeah. You can't just hit people over the head. It's not New York. Yeah. So understanding your audience, it may matter. Like some places, what I just did, people are like, oh my God, get to the point. So understand your audience at the same point in time. But I like a little bit of softness to that because it just makes it feel less, a little less scripted. Yeah, so. I, I agree 100%. Absolutely. And what I what I would say is anybody listening, if you can at least get to that level of not getting shaken and knocked off the phone or giving up, then... We can talk about what Brian just said, which is softening you up a little bit more, working on your transitions. And you can absolutely do that once you can get the blocking and tackling down. And she did a really great job of blocking and tackling. Well, and, and, and to Dale's point, that's the thing. Like most people wouldn't have the opportunity to even do the transition because they wouldn't be willing to ask the question. Oh, most yeah. people just give up. Oh, I'm waiting for the interest rates to go down. All right, another one of these idiots who doesn't know what they're thinking about. I appreciate it. I'll call you when interest rates drop. You know, that kind of, that, I mean, I'm exaggerating, yeah. but there's a lot of that go, goes on because yeah. people get lost. Right. And Brian, that was a four minute and 21 <laughs> second call that started out with, I'm not looking anymore. I'm not interested anymore. And then went to, I need the interest rates to drop, turned into a four minute, 21 uh, second call where they actually got the appointment with this potential buyer. Uh, and so like, that is just, that's why, uh, why my company does what we do and probably what, why you do what you do. Right. Yeah. 100%. I mean, it, it, cause here's the thing, like I've, and I've been training this, we do our, we do role play every Wednesday. So I kind of warm up for cash call with my own team doing role play, but the, the, the objections that are coming up. And if you're out there, these are objections you need to handle. This is one I didn't see coming, but this is a, one we started to get. Why should I pay that much for that house? This guy only paid X. Oh, yeah. So, I heard that one so, yesterday. So literally someone's saying, well, this guy bought a house for a half a million. It's a, it's for sale for 900000 Well, why should they charge so much? And if we think about that from that perspective, how insane that is. Oh, so if you bought it for 500000 and it was now worth nine hundred, you would just simply sell it for five hundred because you're a nice guy and you don't like $400,000? You know, it's 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 one hundred percent illogical and has nothing to do with anything, but it's an objection we have to overcome, right? And then of course we're we're hearing the same ones that were reoccurring, which is the interest rates are too high. And I want you guys to think about this: if you can convince somebody that it's better to buy with a higher interest rate than a lower interest rate, you uh, you you can succeed in this market. And by the way, I can convince you it's better to buy it out with a higher interest rate than a lower interest rate. And I just referenced 2021. Most of you couldn't buy anyway. It wasn't even an option. You didn't have 50K in cash to pay over the appraised value. You weren't willing to waive the home inspection. You weren't willing to, you know, oh, so if that happens, then we're gonna have to go back to those. So anyway, those are things that, if in my opinion, you have to know how to handle in this market. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, what do you got for us today, Brian? You know, I've got a call. It's got some interesting stuff, um, depending on where we're out on time. I definitely want to play the last one minute for sure, but I'm going to start at the beginning. Um, it's a Zillow call. Um, it starts out nothing special, but 
it kind of goes sideways on the agent. The agent doesn't lose their mind or anything, but I think there's some opportunity for some improvement in the way it was handled. Um, again, they handled it fine. I would have just liked to see them handle it slightly differently. So anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play this, Dale, and let me know if you can hear it. With Curtis um, Zillow just reached out to me and said that you have a property that you would like to tour. Um, is that correct? Well, not tour. Um, I'm not sure. It just said, um, you know, reach out if you want to contact the the real estate office or the realtor regarding this property. And I did want to talk to you about it, but I can't tour it because I live in another state right now. So. Oh, okay. Gonna... That's completely okay. And honestly, uh, we do a lot of virtual tours, so that doesn't, um, you know. Oh, so okay. sometimes we... I'd pause. That. I'd pause that. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. Uh, I'm here. Uh, Maybe we should unshare you for a second. Go ahead, try now. Okay, yep, we're good, I don't hear myself. Yeah, so with that, I wouldn't immediately start offering things. I would just keep the microphone in his hand, right? I'm out of town, I can't tour it, but I wanted to talk about the property. Great, what would you like to talk about, right? Or what? What? how, how can I help you? As just a very simple question. And one of the things I want everyone in the audience to note Dale and I still wrote that down. And here's what I mean by that. In my head, I, I, want, I want to offer this guy a virtual tour. I want to offer him a video tour. I want to offer him something that I can provide value. But this is a mistake that people, it's not an objection per se, but it's the same kind of mistake people make with objections is they want to immediately solve the problem. Right. <laughs> it may not even be a real problem. Right. And it might be something, but how cool is it if you build rapport, find all this stuff out in the end and go, hey, Dale, by the way, I was one of the things we do for a lot of our clients, and I'm happy to do it for you, is to literally go out to the house. We'll set up a time. I'll FaceTime. I'll walk you through the house. You can answer me questions. So you're showing a value to that person. And I just, we have to be okay a little bit more as salespeople with not getting everything to be yes immediately. Right. Have some patience. Yeah. And you know, if, if I suggested, how can I help you? A lot of times when somebody's looking for something and I don't know what they want or how pre-sold or not they are or where we're at in the buying cycle, how can I help you is just a great question. Now, you and I constantly talk about, hey, you're not an info desk. Exactly. Nine times out of 10, we aren't. But if somebody comes to me and they're wanting something and they aren't immediately clear about exactly what they want or how uh, sold they are on getting it from me, I like to start with how can I help you? You know, I even use that sometimes. Uh, hopefully nobody here is listening that ever inquires about doing training with us because I'm going to tell you a little secret. Sometimes when like a team leader comes, right? And they're like, oh, hey, uh, we want to increase our lead conversion and uh, my agents kind of suck. And, you know, we we really need to buckle down and, and uh, get better systems. But I don't pitch. I'm just like, and so how do you believe I can help you? And they tell me how to sell them. Okay. Like that's just, that's what you do. I don't, you, it's just a, a great sales technique to use. Well, and it's funny because at the end, we're going to hear something and, and I've been teaching something over the last, uh, I don't know, probably month now. And I'm, I'm calling it and, and it's, it's a, it's something I created from something I learned that didn't have to do with real estate. So it's a long version of that, but we're doing, what we're doing is we're listening people's values 
And that's kind of what Dale's talking about here. We're trying to find out what's important to these people. And I think, you know, and we've talked about 2021 so much, but I'm just going to talk about it some more. I think some of the bad habits that we picked up then is we stopped going deep with our clients. We stopped trying to find out what their needs are or what they value. And here's the great thing. If I can figure out what Dale values, you know what I do? I just talk to that constantly. You know, Brian, I really value an, an agent that follows up with me regularly. Hey, Dale, it's Brian. I'm just checking in, following up like I mentioned I would. I mean, literally, I just talk to exactly what they want and they'll like me because they didn't tell me what to do, but they did tell me what to do if I listened. You know, Dale and I will also talk about the next question, the next logical step, go that one step deeper. If I know what's important to people, I just keep reminding them that I remember over and right. over and over again. And they like me for that. And why wouldn't they? I'm giving them exactly what they want. So it's not a trick. It's actually listening and doing what your client wants, right? Who knew? Exactly. So. It is. So. All right, let's play a little bit more of this. We'll go through and, and, and either we can take videotape of it or sometimes we'll do like a FaceTime or Facebook video. So I did make a note, guys, this agent's my age. I'll just say that. The videotape doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want you just, to ask her, do you do it on VHS or beta? I'm not sure it's, which. It's beta, yeah. It's beta. <laughs> um, where you can see the property live. But um, it might the be name a... of the address again. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Three, I'm sorry. It's 3 Cranfield Lane in Bella Vista. Awesome. Cranfield. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, but yeah, I, that the reason I wanted to reach out to me about that particular property is because it, I mean, it like checks all my boxes. He likes what it. I'm looking for, and I, I'm probably going to be moving to that area um, after July. Okay. I just think they said it was going to be ready late April, so it looks like I'm probably going to miss that opportunity on that one. Um, because I'm selling my current, I'll be selling my house. I mean, the, yeah. the one I love so a note that I would have made. Yeah, well, I, note I, that I want to. I want to say something. We still don't know what the hell this guy wants or why he's reached out to us. We know he's interested um, in it, but he hasn't told us what he wants. Well, he told me he's interested in this house. I cut a little bit of this, just so you know. Because oh, it was, you trimmed it. Okay. Okay. It was like a nine-minute phone call that I cut down to four because there was a lot of a lot of back and not bad stuff. There was good rapport building, but basically he wants this house. Okay, and he ends up he's a single guy. He's forty-seven years old. He wants this house. He loves this house. And I looked it up. It's a pretty house. I can understand why he would want it. It's only thirteen hundred square feet, so you know he's a single guy. It's high-end, low square footage, which is kind of hard to find, right? In most okay. markets, so. Anyway, that's that's what that's about, and, and fair enough. Um, she will do some discovery, but the, the interesting thing is coming up, and I, I'd really love to hear Dale's take on it, and you know, just talk about it a little bit. First of all, I love the design of it. Secondly, it's right next to. Here we go. We're doing some trails, which is my second. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, you know. Have you have you been to Northwest Arkansas yet for the Vikings? So I'm flying out there next month. I've never been. Um, oh just, my goodness. Yeah, I have friends that live there. Can you pause for a second? Okay, I just want to talk about something real quick for people. There's two kinds of conversation types of people. There's the talk over each other people, and there's the take turn people. Your agent is talking over this guy, and this guy's taking turns. 
if you're a take turn person, it pisses us off when people talk over us, right? So you talk over people, you need to listen and you need to hold on to your ADHD and just stop talking over people, right? That's one, it's like a pet peeve. And I want to point that out because typically uh, people who take turns in conversation, it's almost like uh, the justice system, right? You're supposed to take turns. I waited for you. You wait for me. Yeah, it's it's funny that you say that. Um, my ex-wife's family, the first time I got together with a whole bunch of them, they were good people. I'm not here to talk bad about anybody, but they all talked over each other and it drove me nuts. Like literally <laughs> there's like seven people talking simultaneously. Yeah. And they thought that was good. They were having a good time. My head was explode but they were like this is regular i know i know wrong (laughs) well i want to tell a story my wife is half italian so when i would go to dinner at their house everybody was like and i'm waiting for an opening and of course there's no openings right it's like trying to merge into traffic during rush hour like there's no you make an opening which it took me a while to figure out but before i started making openings you know they're like carmel uh he doesn't say much does he and i'm like I'm taking, I'm waiting. I wasn't invited. Right. So really good catch. It's funny. I wrote the same thing. Now I take notes just like Dale does before the calls. And I wrote, be careful talking over him. That's literally in one of my notes. Yeah, so that's so funny. It's great, important. great minds, Brian. And ours too. Okay. So and I work yeah. from home now. Okay. I, so I've been, th- it, and I've done a lot of research and basically everything that comes up says that place would probably be a good fit for me. So I'm, um, Absolutely. looking into it. And, uh, the, the number one priority I have is that I have to have high speed internet for my job. Um, gotcha. I don't know. I mean, that place is pretty high up there in Bell Vista. So I, I'm assuming it does, but who knows? It's, I mean, it's being typically Bella Vista. I, I grew up in Bella Vista. Fast forward a little bit. Okay. Yeah, but he says those words. So, and also just reach out to, um, oh, actually, I know who, I know the Robinsons. Okay. Um, the list- so one of the things that she, she did give away and I cut it is that she wasn't the listing agent. And we talked about this. I'm going to get with the seller and find out what kind of information I can get. You know, oftentimes they have, because here's the thing, this guy wants to move in like July. This is a new construction house that the approximate completion date is the end of April. Well, Anybody who knows anything about new construction knows that never once has a new construction home been finished on time. It's not going to be ready at the end of April. Well, and so one of the things that she doesn't do during this call, if he's in love with this house, like he loves it. And honestly, it's a relatively unique house in our market. I would still try and get it under contract. Like, I understand that you can't move until July, you know, all this kind of stuff. Let's try and get it under contract and you have a fighting chance. I'm not saying it's going to work, you know, because you got a long-term, you know, contingency, but hell, maybe the thing's not even going to be done until August. They'll be thrilled to have it under contract starting in July. Who knows? Did so, you listen to the whole call? I did. Okay. Where does the guy live now? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember what state he lives in, but he lives away. It's like, it's but he, California. He did, California. he did tell her, so, but he did tell yeah. her. Okay. California. Yeah. Did she ask? The crazy question, which is, can you get on a plane and come out and look at it and write an offer on this thing? She didn't. And that's what I'm saying. We didn't take the opportunity to at least take a shot at getting this house. He made the assumption that he couldn't have this house. Like you heard him say it. Like, I know it's, it's you know, it's going to wait and sell my house until July. 
here's what's one of the things that sales is about. People like people who solve their problem. Yeah. Oftentimes in sales, we actually create a problem so we can solve it, right? Right. Now, this guy gave, marketing. <laughs> this this guy gave her the problem and she didn't attempt to directly solve it. She kind of came up with some other stuff. We'll set you up in listing alerts, do all that kind of stuff, but she doesn't solve the problem. But the interesting part is about to come up. So let's listen to that. And I just want people to I just want people to focus on we've got to solve people's problems. When we solve people's problems, that's how we get paid. I've worked with him before. Um, we were in the same brokerage for a while. So, um, yeah, so I can okay. give Larry a call and just. So I'm going to skip ahead to this where, where I think it's important. Here we go. A little bit in the way. I, I really appreciate that. The only thing I, I was going to say is like, I haven't. So what she, what she just said is basically I'll do this stuff to be your agent and then oh, okay. listen to his response. Cause I think it's important. A little bit in the way. I, I really appreciate that. The only thing I, I was going to say is like, I haven't, I mean, I was just kind of reaching out to Zillow just to get information about this particular build and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't want to commit. I don't, I don't mean this to be rude at all. I just, it, I, I don't want to commit to a realtor just yet. Um, That's because perfectly I, fine. Okay. I don't want, yeah, I don't want, I hate, I hate to tell people like, you know, because I do want to, I have friends that live there and they were going to recommend people. Sure. I don't, I'm not saying I'm going to go with them either. I just right, want to right. Yeah. Well, you know what? My job is to earn is to earn your business. And so, you know, it, I'm going to just keep providing you with information that you need. But at the end of the day, that's your decision who, you know, and I'd love to have my hat in the ring. Um, but yeah, we live and die sure. on our relationships with people. So I, I totally understand that and uh, can understand you wanting to kind of keep it open for right now. Um, yeah, and so I'm not asking you to do free work for me either. I don't want you to feel like that. So, I don't. Um, I, so I want to point out a couple of things. When people are really pushing back on, I don't want you to do anything for me. What I hear is, I believe in the law of reciprocity, and if you do something for me, I'm going to have to do something in return. So that's just an interesting point there. There's only a couple of seconds left in this, but I wanted to just point that out. Is he's he really doesn't want the help because he's afraid that's going to cause commitment. He doesn't want to feel obligated. Yeah. Yep. Feel that way right. at all? No, we're a premier partner with Zillow, and they take really good care of us, and we take really good care of their clients. And so uh, we. What you do when you hear that is you don't have to do all of this where you're justifying doing it. You say, "I completely understand. I get it," and then you proceed to do lots of shit for them so that they become then obligated to you emotionally. Agreed. And here's another thing. And this is kind of goes back to that values thing I was talking about a few minutes ago. Ask them what they're looking for in an agent. Like the guy just said, I don't know what I want in an agent. I'm going to talk to some people who know some people. What do you want? Like, what are you looking for? You know, how can we help? Let's make sure we meet this guy's wants and needs. And if he tells her that, and even if he's not willing for to be sign an agency agreement right now, she knows how to communicate with him. Oh, she knows that he expects this. He expects this. This is important. Whatever the case may be, I just feed that stuff back to him. It's an opportunity to win. And it's like somebody giving you the script. This is how to sell me. Read off the script. That's mm -hmm. what we're doing. Yeah. But you've got to ask the question to get the script, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. 
Uh, we have uh, Scott Feigner wrote, what about offering to reimburse this flight if he actually wins the offer? I think that's a great idea. Um, I think the first thing you do is, and that's a good way to make things work potentially. Um, but, you know, if the guy's able to financially swing it, could potentially, you know, make an offer, win the bid and somehow make it work financially, then loan. what's that? Bridge loans, things yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Then get his ass on a plane. Uh, and But you got to ask first. If you don't ask, the answer is no, right? You're at no unless you ask. Well, and here's the thing, too. I know it. I know three years ago this wasn't real popular, but now people have, are used to this. I can't tell you how many houses we sold without looking at them. Yeah. I mean, a lot. <clears throat> it does happen frequently. Yeah, we, we didn't didn't do it a lot before covid but during covid we sold houses all the time without people looking at them yeah i'm i uh we still run into the issue of people seeing it in person and changing their minds or you know yeah getting weird about stuff after that happens in this case yeah that could potentially happen if he can't get on a plane i would be i i would try to get this guy to write an offer uh seen or sight unseen if it if he can swing it Absolutely. But to Dale's point and kind of my point earlier, we've got to give this guy some more options that move him in the direction that we want him to go. We right. want him to write an offer on this house. We want him to pick us as our agent. We want him to work with, we, these are some of the things that we want. And we really left that hanging out. Now I will say this, the agent tried to button it up. I cut a little bit of it out that I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and do this. Like she tried to do that, but she, when the, when the client pivoted, she didn't pivot. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. She didn't switch to, oh, great. So what are you looking for in an agent? Da, da, da. I can do these things for you. It's okay. I do them for clients all the time. I'm going to try and earn your business. Hopefully, you know, when you interview several agents, I'll be one of those and then I can win. Yeah. I mean, these are things that you can say, you know, and, and she kind of implied some of that stuff, but be stronger is really what I'm getting at. And I would honestly, if she happens to be watching this, hopefully, if not, Brian, bring it back to her and just say, hey, listen. Here's what you got to do. If they talk over you, you have permission to talk over them. If they wait for you, you have to wait for them. That's just the rule. And it's hard, especially for those people who are talker overers. Um, yeah. So the talker overers talk too much. And then the people like Dale and I sit there for 45 minutes and, and wonder why, when the hell we're going to get our turn. <laughs> well, all right. So let's give some instruction on that because there's a couple of times when you can violate the rule, right? Uh, so, uh, Brian, I, I'm a turn taker. You're a turn taker. But I'm going to call you and I want you to try to push me off the phone. Okay. Okay. Ring, ring. This is Brian. Hey, Brian, this is Dale Archdeacon with whatever realty. How are you today? Hey, yeah, I'm good, Dale, but uh, I, I'm in the middle of something. Really didn't even mean to answer my phone. Oh, no problem, man. I totally get it. Listen, I just wanted to find out if you're looking to purchase a home in the near future or if you're just window shopping. I, you know, I'm thinking about it, but I don't really have the moment to discuss it right now. I really do need to. No problem. No problem. I totally, you see how I'm stepping on the end of his words. I'm getting in there before he can finish the thought in the sentence because he's trying to get rid of me. Yep. That's an instance where I will step on the end of something because I need to move this quicker and I need to change the topic and get him to keep him from just going click. If I let him finish, he's going to assume he has permission to get off the phone with me. If I keep Agreed. talking, yeah, if I keep talking, then I can quickly shift the concept and his brain will at least continue listening long enough to figure out, do I need to listen to this or not? 
And, and yeah, you're not going to win all the time on that, but you'll lose 100% of the time if you don't. You'll lose 100% of the time if you don't. And I'm a turn taker. The point was, I'm pointing out to people listening, there are times when you violate that. There's times when I violate that. Or for instance, even if you're in a really sort of um, impassioned objection handling uh, attempt, you know, where somebody's resisting you, I'll violate it there too, where I'll just sort of really try to drive the concept home and it gets muddy and, and passionate. But otherwise, most of the time it's turn taking, you know, especially if you're listening to somebody. Yeah. And by the way, you need to do more turn taking as an agent because they need to know that you're listening to them. It makes it, it, they just, they want that. And my exceptions, I agree with what Dale said. Also, sometimes we just have to push, push forward. And I'll say this, Dale, I'm, I apologize for cutting you off, but we've got to be at that next house in seven minutes and, and it's a 10 minute drive. So yeah. I'd love to hear what you got to say, but we got to, we got to move forward and we're not going to be able to see that house. You told me that was your favorite one. So yeah. there are times when people get so far off track, I'll come up with a reason to break that and then to because I don't care about your sister and your dog and your aunt and right. what you had for dinner and right. some people do that and, yeah. and so you, you some you have to come up with a reason to do it you can't just go Dale I'm sick of hearing your stupid story we got to go you can't yeah. say that yeah here's here's my technique here's my technique oh Brian Brian I'm sorry I have to apologize man I've taken up so much of your time already and I, I'd love to hear the rest of this but I do have to let you go right and goodbye Yep. All right, everybody. We're, oh. we're over. Look at this. An additional four minutes of goodness for all those people listening out there. Hopefully you guys got something out of this today. Uh, I. What do you think, Brian? Should they go forth and say smart things to people? I think that's a good idea. I oh, would, you know. Mm -hmm. We need to talk about what we do, right? We, we, uh, we, we do. We're remiss. We don't often talk about what we do. So Brian and I both have respective coaching companies. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, what do they do? Do they work together? Are they the same company? How does this work? Sure. So Brian has a company. I have a company. Brian, why don't you tell them, uh, you know, if they wanted to reach out to you, what you offer and, and how you do it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll put a number in the chat just so anybody can have that. Um, and that's just a phone number that you can reach out to me. It's dedicated for coaching clients. Um, don't call it. No one's going to answer it. But if you send a text message or just have some, in, want some information, I'll be happy to reach back out to you or have somebody in, on our staff reach back out. But we're offering one hour, what we call business consultation sessions, because there's a lot of people and there's no cost for that who we can help them tweak just a little thing in their business and it gives them a lot of benefit. Um, and, you know, my, my business for the most part is focused on, on building teams, communication, and then mindset. I do a ton of mindset stuff. That's where I think a lot of people are lacking. And uh, Dale and I have a, a little bit of a crossover, but not much. Um, and I'll let him talk about what he does. But yeah, if you're looking for somebody to help in those areas, whether you have a team or wanting to build a team, would love to have a conversation with you. The worst thing is I'll give you an hour of free advice. Yeah, great. And so we are smart sales coaching. As uh, a lot of people know, we have Conversion University as our course, and we specialize in scripting and dialogue training for agents and ISAs. And so we offer a skill assessment where you can jump on with one of our trainers, go through some basic blocking and tackling between intros, objection handling, and closing for appointments. And they'll give you feedback on how you're doing in that in your skills and where you might be able to brush them up. 
The other place that we do uh, that we specialize is building sales teams and optimizing sales teams. And so we have a an ISA suitability assessment. If you have a team or you're thinking about getting an ISA or even have an ISA, basically you can jump on with a trainer and they can either determine whether you're ready to implement inside sales or how you can improve what you're doing around inside sales right now. So you can uh, just hit us up, email sales at smartsalescoaching.com if you want to inquire about that stuff. So it's in the chat, everybody. You can call Brian Curtis or you can hit us up on sales, uh, smartsalescoaching.com, sales at smartsalescoaching.com. And uh, that's it for Cash Call this week, everybody. Thank you so much for learning. Awesome. Dale, I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. You know, I think that uh, I think some of our great audience, maybe we can help them some more. And uh, if not, hopefully they'll refer us to some other people we can help. So love this group of people. It's been fun doing Cash Call and uh, excited to see everybody next week. Absolutely. All right. Bye. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Cash Call today. If you like what you heard, come check us out at smartsalescoaching.com and we'll be back again next week.